Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. I have taken the plunge, Sean. Love it. What are you taking the plunge on? I got my first pair of Crocs. Let's go. (laughs) I love that so much. So my husband has about 10 pairs. That is literally the thing that he waits for when we go to Edmonton is to get to go to the West Edmonton Mall and go to the Croc store. That is incredible. Yeah. So much more respect. I already had a lot for him, but my goodness. So he's been trying to convince me for years that they are like walking on a cloud. They are the shoe to have. And I'm always just like, they're the ugliest thing. I refuse. They're so versatile, though. Well, definitely are now because the Crocs that I got are in the shape of a blundstone. Oh, what? You yeah. didn't get like the OG with the holes in it? Uh, no, I oh. did not. Okay, I'm now sorry. I'm not as excited. <laughs> But continue on. Still happy you got Crocs. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. So, they, like, are are very comfy. They do feel like I'm walking on a cloud. But then they um, are kind of like little, like, rain boots. It's kind of nice. I, I feel I feel like this is a good first pair to introduce me to Crocs. It might be my only pair ever. Okay. But I'm enjoying them so far. Okay. So, you went the fashion route. I just saw them right here. So, you went the fashion, the fancy way of uh, getting a Crocs. You need to you need to at least adventure into the other one with the holes and the safety valve and the oh, safety the clip. The safety strap yeah. is so strange. It's like, oh, all of a sudden I have to chase after a dog that got ran away. Let me just put on the <laughs> safety strap right now. Oh, a burglar's after me? Not now. It's safety strap. Like, does the safety strap work, though? Like, it yeah, really keep, does keep keeps seem... the croc on. Yeah? Whereas if, like, you didn't put the safety strap on and you're running away from someone trying to, like, murder you, your crocs would probably fall off. <laughs> But if you safety strap it, it's like, boomsies can't catch me. So it sounds like you're speaking from experience, Sean. Do you, you are a croc lover? Yeah, I've owned, I've owned some, some safety strap ones in the past. I don't have any right now, which now reminds me that I probably have to go get some. West Edmonton Mall, it's where it's at. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. So this virtual learning thing has become pretty commonplace. You know, you can take a class on Zoom. You've got meetings on Zoom. And I mean, a lot of times people don't want to turn their camera on for their own reasons. Sometimes it's just that the background behind them is a little bit messy or whatever. or They haven't showered <laughs> Guilty. <yet that> day. <laughs> yeah. But yesterday I was taking a class and uh, the facilitator was on camera by himself. And I was not on camera and I was kind of like unloading the dishwasher while he was teaching us. And then came to the part where it was interactive and so I sat down and started doing the things and he was just like um does anybody have any questions does anyone need some help and it was as if he was saying Bueller yeah, yeah. Bueller <laughs> well it's like when you, when you get into those types of situations where whatever the the virtual call is like it's almost like you feel bad in a way I, I get into that mode too where you're just like oh i should show my face to show them that like i do care what they're doing right now totally there's that and then there's the other thing of like well i don't want to hold up the class so should i ask my question or you know like i could probably figure it out myself (laughs) exactly i ended up being the only one that turned on my camera and my microphone for the wow time yeah wow okay so a nice (laughs) little intimate uh learning lesson (laughs) yeah with a bunch of people tuning into it (laughs) (laughs) They might have been participating off camera, but they certainly weren't given any like, I'm here. I need help. Always leave it up to the radio host to like, you know, be the social one. It's just like, oh, I just want to like be chill and like do this thing. But now I got to once again step to the front. Do everything. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm taking another one on Thursday, and I hope everybody turns their cameras on. Yeah. Let this be a lesson. Don't Someone leave me Someone save Steph from the madness. <laughs> Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. 
Big news dropped yesterday. Apparently, the Zodiac Killer was identified. Have you heard of this? Um, I've heard just those words, but I'm such a scaredy cat that I haven't looked into it. But please tell me more for my nightmares later. Okay, have you seen the film? N- no, Sean. <laughs> you haven't even seen the film. Okay, I don't So, do you know about the film? Uh, no. All right, all right, all right. We're off to just a hot start here. Uh, so Zodiac has a huge cult following, basically, oh. because of the way he would leave messages for the police to try and unscramble. It was basically back in the 60s and 70s, oh. I believe. It hasn't been solved yet, basically. Wow. And there was a certain group yesterday who basically said, yeah, we figured out who it is. It's this person, I think like Ryan Post, I believe is what they said this guy's name was basically. But the thing that has me like wondering about this also, this guy like passed away two years ago. So yeah. he's not even, <laughs> yeah, not even alive right now. I wonder, the movie came out in 2005. Say the Zodiac Killer movie comes out. He has a family. They're chilling on the couch. They want to watch that. If he's just like, yeah, let's. Let's watch that one kind of thing. Like, would that, that would, I wonder how that situation would play out. Him just sitting on the couch and he has this, like, now wife, maybe now kids kind of thing. I feel like he probably would be like, yes, let's watch it. Like, if he was somebody who was leaving clues for the police and just, like, wanted to play these games, he probably would be like, I can't wait to watch this. I want to see everyone's reaction to my games and see if they actually got anything right or if it's like, that's not how it actually was. Yeah, could you imagine during the film watching with, say, his said family, and all of a sudden it shows, like, a scene. He's like, no, that's not how. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's a good film. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. I've been complaining about a cat using my yard as a litter box for a few weeks now. Yeah, kind of funny, kind of terrible at the same time. I get a laugh at it on this side of the table. (laughs) Yeah, every time I go in my backyard and find a new pile, I'm just like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like threaten in my head, like, I'm going to call bylaw on you, cat. (laughs) I have so many threats that I'm not going to act on. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, Last night, though, knew it was going to get down to zero, went out to my garden, was pulling in like the last of our hearts harvest it was dark i was using a flashlight i had like a bowl in my hand oh yeah all of a sudden i just heard (laughs) and i was like (gasps) and i looked up and there is my neighbor's dog he has gotten through a little hole in the fence oh no way oh yeah and the first thing he does is squat down and poop in my yard and i was like i have been blaming the black cat that's around i have been fooled i can't believe it and he just was like, all right, I'm done. See ya. And then snuck back through the fence. Like it was the routine that he's been going through. You've been fooled by a snorting bulldog. Totally. A little, little crafty little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I was just like, that's it. And uh, my husband was out there getting stuff with me too. And he was just like, I'm fixing that fence hole right now. Like he was just marching around like, what can I do to get rid of this? Like no he was so frustrated. We don't have any pets, so we definitely don't want to be cleaning up someone else's. Yeah, but. know what you need to do. Now this is easy for me to say since I don't have to deal with it. What? You get a shovel, and then every time it happens, you just throw it over the fence on their side. Oh my goodness! That's... Like, this is your this is your poop, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. All right, Steph. So you kind of coerced me into joining some sort of like active running group or something or the other. What am I doing here? Okay, so Instagram was advertising to me this participation thing the other day, and I love a good contest. And since (laughs) I can't enter any of the ones at work, I feel extra strongly about them. Um, So this was like, you could win a trip to the Yukon. 
And I just feel like if I win a trip to the Yukon, I want to bring you with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this contest is like you download this app and you let it track your fitness and you tell it all the times you were active. And uh, so I was like, Sean, I don't want to leave you out. I also made my husband get this app. He doesn't even use his phone. I've been taking his phone and adding in his like physical activity. <laughs> so I'm just like, if I want a trip to the Yukon, I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So I'm just like adding all my friends to my team. I can have up to eight. So I'm like, yeah. okay, Sean, you want to come too? Five days for free if we get to win. I like it. I like it. So how do they pick the winner? Is it just like who's the most active or is it completely random? Kinda? You get like more entries the more you're active. So I'm really counting on you, Sean, to like get off your couch and stop watching sports and play some. Okay, well, I was going to say, like, yesterday I was fiddling around with the thing and I woke up from a nap and then I was, like, fiddling around. I was like, how many, like, minutes of exercise did you do? I was like, I don't know. I went for a run in my sleep, so <laughs> I just logged. I was like, that's an hour. I had a nap for, like, an hour and a half, so I don't know how they proof check it, but I logged, like, 60 minutes of running yesterday. Like, I want to tell you not to lie and that you shouldn't admit these things, but I also want to win. So I'm kind of like, all right, Sean, hope you dream about running again tonight. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Came across a startling trend on uh, the internet yesterday, Steph. So I kind of introduced you to it in the last like 20 minutes here. Uh, I Before this, I had no clue what Ray Dunn was. Did you? No idea. None at all. Yeah. So it's basically just like pottery ceramics it's usually pretty basic it's usually white and it has just like a simple saying like coffee sugar <laughs> pepper salt and it's just pottery that holds things and there is an entire group of people across canada across america that go crazy for it yeah i have been like reading this blog and i just keep reading it out loud to you because i'm shocked at uh the stories of these people going to stores to trade their ray done going to stores and hanging out in there for hours on end hoping that they bring some more ray done out onto the shelves what on earth yeah so i don't think it's as crazy in fort mcmurray i've been doing some research of ray done people in uh, for mac <laughs> um but like it there's a Facebook group in Fort McMurray that has around, it's private, has around 500 people. That's and then, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's also, I went on Marketplace, and it doesn't look like any of the things are overblown or overpriced, but when you, like, you're reading this like blogo of one of the more crazier markets for these Ray Dunn products, it is just blowing my mind how that people would like go shopping for four hours and just wait for stuff to like open up. Yeah, and it makes me wonder too, you know, um, when I was home in the summer, I went over to my grandma's house and was kind of looking at all of her dishes collection and she was having me choose some pieces that I really like. And I'm like, is this going to be what are in your grandma's cupboards in a few years? You know, oh, or are we going to be like, I want the sugar dish that says sugar on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just those basic one, like explore, live, laugh, love mug. Mm. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Sean, I've learned a new term this morning, and I think it's time for you to... Level up your lexicon. Bring it down on me. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, iceberg houses. Iceberg houses. Got First thing, guesses? yeah, that I think of when that comes up. I know this answer's probably wrong, but this is like the Saskia and me. There's a small town. They had an iceberg burger. Okay. And it was mighty tasty, so I think Burger House, but that's probably wrong, so I'm not going to go with that one. All right. Uh, second one I think of is maybe something to do with uh, zoos. Zoos. Um, okay. uh, penguins. That's where the penguins live. <laughs> in the in iceberg the, house. In the iceberg house. All right. Because uh, that would be fun. That's just fun. <laughs> uh, and then 
third one maybe something to do with hockey or curling sports of some sort. And uh, so I'm just going to throw all three at you, and you now let me know. <laughs> I'll let you know that you are uh, 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 wrong on all three. Wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but it's okay because I'll tell you what it actually is. An iceberg house is when people buy houses and they're like very well off in the like historic district or in districts oh, yeah. where you're not allowed to build your house taller than a certain amount and you can't like add on to it and stuff. Yeah. So instead... They are cutting down the trees in their yard that are like 250 years old and things like that and building underneath the ground. They're building elaborate, multi-level basements. No. So that they can still have the mansion effect but live in the ideal neighborhood. Unbelievable. Where is this happening? Toronto, all, like big cities. Yeah, all the bigger cities, like in like the historic. Oh, that's gross. I hate that. So I much. know, right? So basically, like because icebergs are usually a little bit on top, and then you that's don't know how right. much is underneath the surface. Uh, that's why they're calling them iceberg houses. So uh, you learned a new term. No Didn't kidding. make you feel good. No warm and fuzzies. I wish but... it had to do with penguins. Jeez. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I have a golden rule that I live by when it comes to looking for deals in the grocery store, and I feel like I'll just share it with the world out here. Tell us your golden rule. All right, so I'm a little frugal Mm -hmm. in the sense, I guess you could say, and I love pizza, and so when I walk down the frozen pizza aisle, one of the golden rules that I always live by is if there's there's always deals going on. Mm -hmm. If there's a deal in frozen pizzas, if it starts with a two- I'm buying like five of them. No matter what no matter brand what. it is, no matter what flavor. Yeah. I'll, I'll just be like, you know what? For $2, I will eat an entire pizza. That is a great deal no matter what. Even if there's anchovies on it or prawns. Yeah. I've never seen an anchovies or prawns frozen pizza, but I, yes. <laughs> Even if there's anchovies and prawns <laughs> on that bad boy, put it in my mouth for $2. Wow. Okay. I mean, I can, I can get behind this golden rule. I definitely like walk down the cheese aisle if the cheese has a four in front of it i buy that no way yeah like cheese is expensive man if they're gonna sell it for four dollars i am going to buy a few and put them in the freezer Mm. look at us just carb loading and whatever cheese is doing loading on that as well mixed mornings with steph and sean Fat Bear Week took over the internet last week, and it was everywhere. It's from a national park in Alaska, basically, where they had pictures of bears before and after, basically right out of, out of hibernation and before heading into it. And just uh, all of, all the salmon that they ate kind of chonked them up a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. They were so cute. It was so fun to scroll sideways and see like what they looked like when they came out of hibernation. And then you're like, whoa, you had a lot to eat over the summer. You you definitely are, are killing Fat Bear Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the transformation <laughs> pictures were unreal. It's like the complete opposite of someone going to the gym with their transformation <laughs> pictures because they're going from like getting like all fit and jacked, whereas like these bears are like. I need to get all fat for summer so I can, or for winter so I can sleep. <laughs> there ended up being a winner. It was 480 Otis. And boy, oh boy, is he a hefty fella and he is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, he was like one of the skinniest guys.
guys. My husband actually picked him as the hopeful. I picked 132's cub, didn't win. <laughs> but uh, Otis, he was so skinny, like you could see his rib bones basically in the before photo. And he is missing some teeth as well. So to be an old guy missing teeth um, and still win Fat Bear Week, like quite a title, Otis. Congrats. Absolutely. I think we need to transform this to humans as well. We need to, we need to, if we're celebrating Fat Bear Week, we need to also celebrate like Fat Human Week as well because we all know what COVID's done to all of us. Let's, oh. let's just love our bodies. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I was taking in uh, a lot of the strange antics that not only myself, but uh, my girlfriend Allie and I get up to whenever we go to like prepping for bed, basically. Okay. Uh, so one of them that I do is I, I wipe my feet on the edge of the bed. Uh, just in case there's any dust on the floor, any any crumbs or whatever. I don't know. Just anything that could be on the bottom of my foot. Uh, I don't want it coming into the bed. So just as a precaution, <laughs> I just wipe it on the edge of the bed and then... Um, Sean, I'm really glad you started this with saying your strange antics. Yeah. That is really strange. Is it? Where do you wipe you wipe your feet like off just on your hand or no, no, no. I, I take my feet and I wipe it on like the edge of like the, the bed frame or no, the mattress. That is weird. Well, well, like, cause... Collecting dust for later, just not in your sheets. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want it in the sheets. I can clean it up like on the floor afterwards. <laughs> I just don't want it in the bed, you know? No. I, you don't know. Like, I kind of know, but at the same time, I'm like, that is strange. <laughs> All right, try it out one time and then get back to me. You'll absolutely love it. Okay. Uh, and then my my lady, Allie, uh, she has water glasses all throughout the house so if she ever has to like get up and go to the bathroom she can like if she forgets the one that's on the bed stand right beside the bed yeah um then there's one on the bookshelf right outside the door basically of the bedroom oh my god and then there's one in the kitchen as well right by the bathroom so like she also i'm gonna out her here a little bit love you ali <laughs> uh she she wears a mouth guard because she grinds her teeth a little bit okay some people uh that. and that really like dries out the mouth a little bit which is <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. So then I always chirp her a little bit for having like 17 water glasses and a mouth guard in at the same time. I was going to say, like, it sounds like she's kind of preparing for like an alien invasion. You remember that movie Signs? Oh, yeah. There's water glasses all over. They're able to like melt the alien with the water. Right. Like that could be, she could be like very much hiding. She's that not telling fear me something. Her. That's her yeah, cover up. Exactly. Can't trust her. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. We got some TikTok detectives on our hands. Yeah, I love the, I, I don't know if they're informative, but they're definitely interesting, right? Yeah, and a little bit unnerving, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this new guy, he's like a cybersecurity TikToker. He tells you what you need to watch out for, how to be good with your passwords. And now he's telling us how to spot a camera and say like an Airbnb or something where you're staying. Yeah, it's as simple as basically taking the flashlight on your f- phone and then just running it around like devices, whether it be a phone charger, um, the, the side clock radio, anything of that nature, shine your phone light and you might be able to find like some hidden creepy cameras in the room. Yeah. And one of the things he said, too, was like, basically look for things that are pointed in a creepy way. Like if there's a smoke detector above the bed, why is oh, it yeah. there? And I was just like, oh, I don't want to have to think about these things. Like, I just want to be able to say I stayed in Airbnb. It was great. Thank you very much. See you later. Mm -hmm. But I definitely have stayed in some weirdo Airbnbs. Oh, really? Yeah, totally. I stayed in this one where this uh, 
gave the key to go in. Everything is good. And then like an hour after we were inside, um, all of a sudden the keypad on the door started beeping uh. and then the owner came in and was just like, just checking. And I was just like, just knocking? You didn't want to do that? Like you were Oh, weird. you just barged in? <laughs> Just barged in, and then he did have like. Oh, he was watching like, you for sure. Yeah, and there was like a teddy bear just randomly sitting on the shelf, staring <laughs> at the bed, and I was like, mm, "I don't like this place." Like we we like snuck out in the morning super early. I was like, "We have to get out of here." I don't. Yeah. Like it. yeah. Nothing freaky went down there. Uh, nothing that we know of, yeah. but who knows what the teddy I bear was between up you. To. Nothing freaky. Oh dear, Sean. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. My house is not a video game house. Shame, I guess, but fair in another way. So I don't play video games. My husband doesn't play video games. But the one thing we do have is one of those um, old, old Nintendos, like first-gen Nintendo that they oh, redid. beauty. And, yeah. Like three buttons on the controller. Yeah, yeah, and they like loaded on all the games of it, you know, because it's like, I don't know, we oh, yeah. a thrift store for 10 bucks. Yeah. Life is good. Perfect. I love uh, those. <laughs> But we had some friends visiting this weekend, and uh, one of them was, like, loving this game called Angry Mario. Never heard of that version. Yeah, it's glitchy. It's like somebody made this version of Mario where the levels are all the same, but there's, like, the bullets go way faster when they come out of those little <laughs> things. The... Uh, Turtles can jump, like okay, so it's a little harder, stuff. a little bit more advanced. Oh yeah, you end up like yelling at the TV the whole time. <laughs> and I don't care about video games. I don't want to watch them. I don't want to waste my time with yeah. them. But <laughs> I was yelling at the TV with them. I wasn't even <laughs> playing, and I was just like, "Come on, <laughs> you shouldn't have fallen through there. This game is so glitchy." But it's like they have the regular version, but they decided that was too easy, and they just wanted to get angry. And so all weekend long, like every. Every weekend night this weekend, we were all yelling at the TV, sitting in the living room, playing Angry Mario. Yes. Were you giving it a rip as well? No, no. I never was handed the, the controller. Just, <laughs> just I was a backseat driver. Just, come on. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Went on a giant bike ride with my girl guide troop the other night. Uh, we went like five kilometers for a bunch of like nine to 11 year old girls. Oh, heck pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty legit. Any hills in there? Lots of hills. Oh, even worse. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and uh, I was I was at the back of the group, um, and I basically hung out the entire night with one little girl because um, she just said that walking was a lot easier than biking. Preach. And... Preach, girl. <laughs> Especially hills. <laughs> one of my fellow leaders kept trying to like explain to her how gears worked, and she insisted that she knew, but it just you know was really hard. She was like, lady, stop bugging me. <laughs> yeah. And I I honestly felt her pain. Like, growing up, I had a bike, and I absolutely did not ha understand how gears worked. And I would, like, work really hard switching both those handlebar gear shifters. Oh, you you're the one on each handlebar kind of thing? Yeah, which, like... How do those even work? Still don't know. Yeah. But I would like get it into one that I could handle, you know, riding straight. And then you could like be like, okay, I can do this if I'm riding up a hill type thing. And then somebody would be like, oh, can I try your bike? I'm like, yes, as long as you don't switch the gears. I'm watching you. <laughs> I've got it in the perfect spot. You can't do it. If you just start twisting both sides, just, just like yeah. ripping them, you know, I'm like, um, we're going to meet behind the playground after right? this. Right? You can't do it secretly. Like the back tire of your bike when you're switching gears is like coo, coo. oh yeah you know if someone's <laughs> switching a gear because it just sounds like everything's falling off uh. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.